With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Lori Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 437, where I'm Sean. I'm back. This is Norma. And this is Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another this download of ZombieCast, no matter where you get us. Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, everywhere. Uh, but the best place is our best is our brand new home over at ZombieCast.net. Go over there and check us out. Check out the complete library of ZombieCast. Click on the bio link, learn about us host. You can email Ted if you click the contact banner. There's also a link over there that takes you to ZombieResearchSociety.com. And we are the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And it is Zombie Awareness Month. So be sure to go over there. Become a member at the Society. They got a paid membership, and you get a little card, and a lot of times they give things away. But go check out ZombieResearchSociety.com. Uh, you know, the guys over there are amazing, especially the month of May, Zombie Awareness Month. Be sure to check those guys out. We do want to thank the late, great George Romero, Zombathon, Matt Mo, the founder over there, and the man of the hour. You know what? Every other week, I, I almost forget about this guy, but... Cameron, we can't go without mentioning Cameron. Cameron. Everything everything Cameron's done for us, I think it's fair to... uh, Yeah, it is. is. He he came on one of the late shows. I need to figure out which show he was on so I can direct the the new zombies back to hear Cameron. You know, the the mystery. 
And uh, he done a magic show and all kinds of stuff here on the Zombie Cat. <laughs> he, he made did. balloon an- he did made balloon animals. Did all. Did it's all- very impressive. He did. He did. And uh, you know all the Cameron articles are he awesome. Made, but he we- made Norma disappear like the Statue of Liberty. She was gone yes. for like yeah. she was gone for like f- like six months and it was terrifying. You can find me. They just I didn't even know the where audience Ted. They just the rotate. They, she actually just rotated me, Sean, and Matt <laughs> yeah. left, and then we didn't see her anymore. And it took us. We were too dumb to figure it out. And we didn't look around. And yeah. And it turned <laughs> right, out she right. was just he and then he secretly muted her mic. So for six months she thought we were ignoring her. Oh, I was. I saw her. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. As Norma talk. Hey Norma. <laughs> How many cigarettes do you smoke? <laughs> when you're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, the gal the the girl on the Andy Griffith show. Uh, but check out zombiesearchsociety.com. It is Zombie Awareness Month. Go over there and check those guys out. And while you guys are on the social media, we want to we want you to like and follow. On Facebook and Twitter, ZombieCast World, both places, and follow each individual host if you click the banners up top. You can find us hosts also. There is a holiday coming up. Matt sent me a newsletter here in the ZombieCast email. Mm, and uh, let me good. pull it up. Oh, and, uh, oh, no. Is this a sketch? June 6th is a holiday. <laughs> we got Beebs Brew coming to Tim Horton. <coughs> Beebs Brew? Oh, Tim the Horton? new Tim Horton's that- coffee. Yeah. What do you mean, what is Tim Hortons? Did you just ask me, what is Tim Hortons? Yeah, what, what? is it? I don't know. You're the president of CRS and you don't know what Tim Hortons is? Every Canadian listener is now just... Matt, I, Matt, if you've been paying attention, Beebs Sean, Brew, Sean is uh, the most misinformed president of anything. President <laughs> 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 of anything. Tim Hortons is like... Ted is our researcher. Yeah, I, I'm I missed, so, sorry, sorry. I missed I missed this one. I'm sorry. My scientific research. In I, terms of Canadian symbols, on, there's like the moose, the beaver... Uh, the uh, Justin the kid, Timberlake. The kids in the hall. Or, sorry, kids in the hall, not Justin oh, Timberlake. And then there's Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is like the coffee shop that's been around forever. You go to All Timmy's, right. you get a double-double. You get a double-double at Timmy's with your toonie. What's a double-double toonie? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like Looney Tunes? You go to Tim's to get a double-double with your toonie. Yeah. Now, what, what is your money called again? Freeman Mommy, or actually Ashley Loonies and Toonies. <laughs> Loonies and Toonies. Loonies, Toonies, and then just regular money. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I got a picture here that you sent me. It's Justin Bieber sipping on some Biebs brew. It says Tim's Tom's Justin Bieber, cold brew by Justin Bieber. So. We had Justin Bieber donuts, like, months ago. So this is probably just the next in line with that endorsement. My wife is my such wife. a Justin Bieber fan. It is unbelievable. She, get her she is peaches such out in a Georgia. fan girl. Yeah, yes, she loves them. And we were gonna go. Beaver was here in Greensboro, North Carolina, the same night we went to Hamilton, and we had bought the Hamilton tickets first. But I really wish because it was here for two weeks. We, if we'd have bought like the next day, I could have took her to see Justin Bieber. Mm. That fucker sells everything out, dude. I even called about tickets and rescheduling the thing, and they're like, if you want one ticket, we might be able to find one here and there, but there's no two tickets wow. together. His shit instantly just sells out. Fucking can't. It's crazy. You were about yeah. to say something derogatory to Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the Beebs Brew looks good, man. You're going to have to try it out here live What's on What's the difference cast. between the Beebs Brew and regular coffee, though? Like, I don't see, I don't think Justin Bieber has anything to do with this. I don't think, I think he's it's got ball beans. dip in it. I, oh, he dips, like he dips in every... Sipping on, sitting, <laughs> rolling down the street, smoking Indo, sipping on Biebs and Moose. Biebs brew, lay back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I think we were going somewhere else over here. <laughs> but, but speaking of Kids uh, in the Hall, Matt, really have, you watched the new, have you watched the new Kids in the Hall, Matt? 
Uh, Mariana has. She says it's really good. There's like full frontal nudity in the first episode. Yeah, I, really? I watched the first episode yeah. and I was like, wait, what the fuck? The first episode, <laughs> Kevin McDonald and David Foley are just walking around fully naked, like flapping their dicks around. And I was Where like, do we get to see show. this. Not that I want to see that particular spot, but I like kids in the hall. It's so on Amazon Prime, Amazon. but I'm saying it's yeah. not. It's like what I, I was actually kind of like, what the fuck is this? What what's ha- what's happening? Dude, but that's kids in the hall, man. They were never allowed no, to do it no, before. No, 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 no. They did not do that on the old show. No, no, no. They didn't do that. But I'm saying times have changed. I would not put it past them just to be like, like if Benny Hill was around now. Imagine the oh, naked yeah. girls. It would be. I just couldn't believe. I, I messaged my friend. I have a friend who's a huge fan. Who's, I, and mm-hmm. I said, I said, if you wanted to, see, if you ever wanted to see Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald's dicks, well, get get ready. <laughs> Like I was, stunned. Now you I, can. I was actually yeah, stunned. Dude. Like I couldn't. Be- I'm actually Maybe was like kind of like. It was like a stunt. Not double, not like sexually turned off, just sort of mentally turned off. I was like, "What the fuck is is happening?" I waited forever. Don't to watch, this. watch the new Jackass, then, because this. Penis- but I'm, I I expect yeah, penis I out of them. I look. I expect this type of penile out of them. I don't expect it from Dave Foley and those guys. I think you know just to generate hype, right? I mean, not they're, a lot of people. They're like sixty-five years old. <laughs> We're talking about it, aren't we? It's not like it's not like Chris Hemsworth and Henry Cavill flapping them around. But I saw the. Tra- Trailer for it, and they stuck to their guns of kids in the hall, the crushing the head, and the oh, they're making all the they're, they're, they're making really obscene like like transgender jokes because they dress as women. They're making apparently I've watched Beyond Episode One, but I hear they do they do get away with stuff you're not supposed to be able to get away with. Well, anymore. hold up, they uh, I mean that was part of their like their all the time they dressed general. up as like uh, women in general. Yeah. Yeah, like that that's not a new thing or like that was their thing. But I think they're kind of pointing out now that they're they're yeah. like it, it's it's look, we're men but we're pretending to be women. They're doing all Well, Scott thing. Thompson uh obviously he's gay and what? I think a lot of mm-hmm. like kids in the hall sketches Scott did a lot gay. of gay jokes. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, and there was a lot oh, of gay yeah. jokes, but he was <laughs> he's gay. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay like, here Joe. I couldn't tell from his buddy Cole sketch. <laughs> Matt, you may have watched it, but Working Moms out of Canada, they're gonna come out with a new season. That's I like know. women kids in the hall. Yeah. But it's like women behind closed doors telling you know, like guys behind closed doors the dick and ball jokes, the locker room talk. It, this shows that women do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's so funny and, and it's very vulgar and a lot of nudity, but working moms is, is so funny. It's about like soccer moms. I've you heard, know, I've heard about it. Yeah, it, it's heard. really good, and it's based. It's all over Toronto where they film it. But I saw in the trailer in Kids in the Hall, they they crushed the tower in Toronto. He's yeah, holding the tower the prisoner and surrounded by cops. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to I'm going to bring the tower down if y'all don't. Look I squish your hand. <laughs> Crushing. And they bring Crushing back. Your head. Uh, crush, I've only crush, seen the crush, first crush. one, but they bring back the Eradicator, which is one of my favorite sketches ever. That's awesome. They only brought. Awesome. He was only on one. They, I think they only had one Eradicator sketch in the whole run of the show, but now he, they brought him back. That was one of the funniest sketches. Eradicator. My favorite sketch is the "Don't put salt in your eye." That's one of my. Favorite oh yeah, sketches. yeah, yeah. Don't put salt in your eye. Don't put salt in your eye. Did you see the one called um like the uh, I always like the Kevin McDonald. It's called like the the something something blues where he's in the bar and he looks like a greaser. And he's like up to the jukebox, and he's like, "It may seem quite mysterious." And he's like walking through the bar singing. That's right. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember that sketch was one of the ones when I saw when I was a kid, and I actually was like almost crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> they are Ted, legit I'm, funny for sure. I will tell you again: 
You've got to watch the boys. The new yeah. season comes I out. I see ads like, all the like the same day. I think the same day Bieber's Brew comes out, like June 6th. Oh, man. I could get a Bieber's Brew and watch <laughs> and the boys. But the boys, the boys' new season, the new trailer that just come out, and they're like, what is wrong with Homelander? And, and in this thing, the, the best good guy in the world that the world loves is the biggest villain. And it, it, it's the way that they twist this up is, dude, I absolutely... I like Ozark. I like The Walking Dead, but I think The Boys is yeah. by far my favorite show. It looks like they're I leaning back wait. towards the comics too, with where they're taking Homelanders. So that's gonna be really interesting <coughs> in terms of the way uh, that it ended with, with with the head exploding and the mom and the son mm-hmm. and Homelander. And I'm not that's all I'm gonna say, but it ended like on a. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat that whole episode because you're like. It's almost like if I you got Amazon Superman Prime, coming and after and you, least, and there's, at least watch there's the first no episode. weakness. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that can stop this dude. Nothing. Nothing in the like world that can ever. Except so, for well, that, Soldier that's Boy, why, maybe. That's why, did you see the end of uh, the new four-hour Justice League? That's why I wanted to see that movie, the ending where Superman's gone crazy, and he's literally destroyed the world, and the world's like an apocalypse, and Batman and yeah. like, Mo- Wonder Woman's dead, Aquaman's dead, and Batman and the- has had to team up with the Joker, and they're like literally in like like desert trench coats, sneaking around, like having to fight, and nothing mm-hmm. can stop. Su- like that's the movie I wanted to see, because you can't beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the be- it's, I thought it was the best scene in the ju- in one of the best scenes, and when he finally lands, he's about to like the last remnants of the Justice League are about to. Right. Uh, which, funny enough, if you watch that scene now, like Amber Heard and Ezra Miller are two of the last oh members gosh. of the Justice League. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of funny, and no no wonder Ben Affleck ran screaming from that franchise. But um, <laughs> but um, the Joker just starts laughing because he knows they're all about to die, and it's 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 it redeemed the Jared Leto Joker a lot. That one scene, he just starts that laughing because he's yeah. like, "We're all fucking dead now." We should definitely. There's definitely gonna be a movie where. And maybe the new just or the uh, Suicide Squad video game covers this, but definitely where Superman's evil because as a hero he's boring, but as a villain, well, yeah. he's a villain. He's a villain in the Injustice video games. They they do a villain a lot. Oh, yeah, the, right. the Injustice yeah. is very similar to where Lois gets blown up, and then yeah, he's whole, the boys. He, he 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 declares martial law on the world after Lois gets blown up by the Joker. And then, like, mm. Batman, Catwoman, and Harley Quinn and people have to team up to stop him. But then some of the heroes, like Wonder Woman's actually side with Superman, saying that humans are too stupid to, yeah. to, to yeah. run the Earth. So they, they I actually, kind of agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they I, team up. It's, like, it's kind of it's interesting. I kind of like yeah, watching, you, like, in Smallville when um, Clark, they give him, like, the black kryptonite and he gets, like, that evil, like, daring Super, side. Superman 3. Uh, no, in Smallville. Oh, yeah, I love three. Well, that happened in Superman three. They gave him oh. red, and he turned into like a scumbag. And he starts the, flicking the, the beans or the peanuts busting the thing. But, yeah. but Ted, if you watch this, I'm telling you, you'd be searching out like Homelander shirts, dolls. <laughs> you, Funk, the way Funko that you Pops. love superhero <laughs> movies, and you know, you know, none of these heroes. So they 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 they're created, and you learn about them only on this show. So so there's no backstory. There's no this. There's no that. It it. Gives you everything you need All right. from the first episode. I, I will check. I will watch. I, I've been meaning to watch it. I'll watch the first episode. I'll watch the first episode and report back our next show. Watch a few episodes. Okay. 
Yeah. There you the go. The first episode kind of sets the premise of the thing uh, with Jack Quaid and Billy Butcher and all them. Jack but Quaid. It, that sounds like... I watched the first episode. But Matt told me to watch one episode, and I think we watched a whole fucking season, man. Like, <laughs> like in two days. See, Sean's it like sucked me. me in so hard. I like it. I, I don't know. After the first episode, I'm like, eh. You know, when he kind of... Because it's like the new superhero girl and they're, the one guy and they're together in the room and he like... Well, forces her to do something, and I'm like, eh. And then yeah. Matt, you're like, this is kind of how this story kind of <laughs> goes. BJ said, BJ. Yeah, no, that's um, yeah, that's straight from the comics. I think they veered away from that afterwards. Uh, I definitely watch the rest of the season because that Aquaman is hilarious. Like he become like he gets his comeuppance basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. And, about and Norma, as a host, I'd advise you don't listen to the last episode. Oh dear. We talked about. We talked about points in Mexico. <laughs> I need to go listen Remember to that Remember, Mommy was laughing so hard to listen to that episode. I made her sit down and listen to the point. That's funny. Mariana and Matt went. Oh, yes, Jesus. Dude, she was laughing so hard at that. I have to, I have so, to take a listen. See, I miss yep. all the good stuff when I'm gone, man. You guys bring yeah. out all the good stuff when I'm not there. So Ted's got some exclusive codes this week from a very good game. I got an exclusive, game. exclusive code, duh. Just one. I wish I got well, more. Well, it, it doesn't matter, man. We're going to talk about it uh, here on ZombieCast, dude. You're pulling off these codes. I mean, to, to play it exclusive is, is nice. Better than paying. That's that's true. Like all those losers out there that have to pay. Um, I, exclusively here on ZombieCast. Exclusively. No one else has gotten to... Uh, Try this game out, but me, Ted's which makes the only it, player, which makes it a little tricky because it's a multiplayer online <laughs> game. Makes it a little tricky, uh, so I have to do a lot of. I have to use my imagination. Can you run, Ted? You, uh, dude. Okay, this game you can run. You know what you can't do? I will say. I'm gonna say some Walt. negatives. You can't jump in this game. <laughs> what? And jumping, jumps. Is, it actually causes a problem because you get to these ledges. I'm not. I'm just. You brought it up to say right off the bat. You get to these little ledges where it's literally yep. like a step. That's like an eight-inch high step, and you can't get onto it because you can't jump. Ooh. Where you have to run like like thirty feet to your left to find a way up because there's a eight-inch high step that you can't step up. Um, but I'm gonna say yeah, I got the Evil Dead. The game uh, came out. Bazinga! And they sent us a code, nice. and um, and um, I'm gonna say I am actually really liking the game. The oh, game, really? it, yeah, yeah, I actually really enjoy, have enjoyed it. Uh, it's like if you remember the Friday the Thirteenth game, which uh, we had Randy on. It's similar to that in that it's a it's one of these online like Evolve, you know, where four v one, where four people play famous characters from the Evil Dead universe, and you have classes. There's like the leader class, the hunter class, the support class, and somebody has to be a member of each class. You know, like the support class can heal and throw out amulets that give you shields. You know, the leader class is like a tank, like really, really tough, really hard to kill, really hard to scare. You have a fright meter, similar to Friday the 13th, and you had, you had like a fear meter. Mm-hmm. And when it, when you went, when you were in the dark too long or you were like um, alone too long, your fear meter would go up and you would be more visible to Jason. Well, that's how this is. You have a fear meter that goes up and if, if you're in the light... Or if, and you can light campfires and lanterns to make it go down. You have to find matches, though. But if your fear meter goes up, then the player, the villain, this one player playing... You have four people playing as heroes and one player playing as all of the demons. Okay. Which is right. kind of interesting. He can possess you. 
and then make you start actually shooting at your own team and killing your own team, then they have to shoot you and knock the evil out of you. Um, mm. But the premise of each thing is like they have they have um, which I thought one thing I thought was interesting is I said who's going to want to play as anybody but Ash in an Evil Dead game? Mm. Well, they were smart because there's an Ash in all four classes, so you can have a team of four Ashes, four Bruce Campbells. Uh, you can have a, you can have a healer Ash, a tank Ash, yeah. and a the, the, magic a- Ash. Ash from Evil Dead One is the support Ash, like the skinny oh, cool. Ash, and he has like a shovel yeah. and no chainsaw. Ash from Evil Dead 2 is the Hunter Ash. Ash from Evil Dead 3 is the whatever Ash. And the, the older e- Ash vs. Evil Dead, I mean, Army of Darkness Ash is the third class. And then Ash vs. Evil Dead, the old Ash, is the leader class, like the really tough, hard-to-kill one. So you can have a team of all, and, and I we actually right, won okay. a game as the four Ash, and you get an achievement called the Four Horsemen if you do That's that. Cool. Um, but yeah. they, have, they do have cool. characters. They have Pablo and Kelly, the hot hot babe. And his goofy friend from the show, they're both in the game, voiced by the same people from the show. They've got That's characters great. characters from the first, like Cheryl, yeah. who is his sister, who got lo- she was the one who was famously locked in the basement, and is peeking out through the cell through the cellar trap door. So scary, man. Yeah, that she's in it. Um, they have the knights uh, Henry the Red and Ar- King Arthur from Army of Darkness. Cool. Um, his friend, uh, whatever that guy, the blonde headed guy. So they have they have a lot of characters to pick from, but. So, so we had the developers on for, for one of their earlier games, the Friday the 13th. Have you seen changes from that game to the new game, things they've learned, shading? I, I'm not sure, but I think appearance. it's like the same publisher. I don't think it's the same team. I know, I know the Friday the 13th team is making the Texas Chainsaw game, gotcha, which, which comes gotcha, out okay. later this year. Which well, I was wrong about that. Yeah, I'm even more excited about that. But it's very similar. You can definitely see some similarities. Uh, between this and Friday, and Friday the 13th, um, that has single-player missions that are quite fun. You have to play to unlock some of the characters. But the single-player missions, they're really fun, but they do, they're do they so well done, they kind of make me wish there was an actual single-player campaign because they're really good. Like, the music is great in this game. The graphics... This game does everything right as far as, like, the graphics are amazing. Some of the best storm, like lightning storm effects cool. I've ever seen in a game. I took a video, I'll send you guys, just, just showing how good the storm is. The, the woods look great, the characters look great, the music's great, the gameplay's great. Um, uh, the, the, the objective is um, you are in the spooky woods, you know, where the movies take place with the cabin and you have like locations from the show. And you have to find the guy that owned the cabin that left the recordings. You would remember if you've seen the movie, the guy who's like, I came up to this cabin to analyze my data on the Kandarian demons, blah, 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 that guy. You find his recording mm-hmm. at the beginning of each level, and he says, I've left three pieces to a map, and the map that's scattered all over the woods. And you have to find the three pieces of the map, which will lead you to um, the location of the sacred dagger. And then you, oh no, it'll, it'll lead you to the Necronomicon, and then you have to find the Necronomicon, and then you have to find the Sacred Dagger, and then you use them to banish the Dark Ones, which are these demons. So you're getting, while you're doing all that, you're getting chased by the enemy player, who is... Is it the Book of the Dead or the Necronomicon? No, that's the same thing. The Necronomicon is the Book of gotcha, the Dead. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, and, and, well the, whoever's playing as the monster plays as, plays as the demon, and he basically gets to control... He, You all power up as the level as the game goes on. The game takes like 30 minutes, and you all get more and more powerful. Well, he can start 
opening portals and releasing more and more demons to attack you. He can possess trees and make the trees attack you. Ooh. He can possess cars and try to run you over, which happened in the show. A car got possessed and started running people over all through the town. He can unleash like a boss demon like Henrietta, who was the fat woman in the second movie that was in the basement, or mm -hmm. Evil Ash from the Army of Darkness, the knight. He can un release them on you. Um... Yeah, all sorts of stuff. He can. He can tell us uh, about the little ashes. That's yeah, all I care. He, uh, there's treasure chests you find that you can open <laughs> to get weapons out of and get get yeah. potions to level up your character. He can booby trap those with little ashes and uh, with ashes so and ashes cut off hand. So you nice. can actually booby trap them. So, like when you're playing as the demon, you'll find one of those chests and you can say and you, you you're earning points as you play and you have to spend points. Oh, so cool. it's like you're constantly earning points as you fly around doing the POV devil cam you see in the in the movies. You know, you see through the eyes of the demon flying through the woods. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, well, you're oh, playing, that's kind of cool. You're like playing that. as that thing, flying through the woods. Yeah. And then um, and then you find like a chest where you can say, 30, okay, 35 p uh, points I'll, d I'll, I'll put into to booby trap this chest. And you can either choose to put the little ashes or ashes severed hand from the second movie. So if somebody Ooh. opens the chest, the little ashes will jump up on them, and they'll actually strip all their supplies off and steal Ooh. them. Ah, oh, that's cool. So if I have, I like, like two potions on me, they'll take them. You know? See? No, I, this game sounds fun. Now, I saw it in stores, and I was hoping it was a single-player game. There's single-player elements, though, you There, say. There is five single-player levels with more coming, and they are really good. But I wish... Yeah. They are really good, but it, it's like I, like I said, they're so well done... I feel like it's a big missed opportunity that they did not have like a good eight-hour single-player campaign. So is it possible that just like the publisher was saying, okay, put out the stuff that's going to make money, the multiplayer, and if it does well, we'll support you developing single-player. I levels. hope so because they're like the single-player stuff they put out on Friday the Thirteenth was great. You played as Jason, mm -hmm. just like stalking people, but this is a lot better because you play as Ash or anyone. You play you play as like one mission as Pablo, and the mission is literally Ash. Um, calls you and he says, "I'm passed out, drunk, and I've twisted my knee, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm at the gas station, and you have to fight your way to the gas station to save Ash, and you get there and the car's out of gas, okay. and you have to go Let's fill up the car, and it and it sound it's so silly and it's fun, and then there's a mission where you play as Ash and you do the thing from the second movie where he has to go get his girlfriend's head, and then take her head to the shed and cut that, yeah. it, it, you destroy the head." And then you play as, like, one of the knights, Arthur, and the plot is you have to find your sword and then fight Evil Ash, and you end up going through a portal and wind up in the Army of Darkness castle. Oh, cool. And you're in the cave down in the pit. And it's really well done, yeah. It makes me wish there was a full single player, because it is extremely well done. That's too bad. I would definitely buy this if it had, like, a single player This, this is a game I'd recommend if it drops in price. Um, yeah. I think the, the one problem the game does have i think is the the uh, longevity of it that for, i played the shit out of friday the 13th because every time you would play friday the 13th even though it was the same kind of seven survivors versus jason every mm -hmm. game played out very different like you didn't know like you like you would escape in the car you'd not escape at all or you would get killed and come back as tommy jarvis or you would escape in the boat and it was a constant every game you were laughing the whole way through it right mm -hmm, the one mm -hmm. problem this game has is even though i'm still having fun with it every game is exactly the same like oh, okay. it's, it's you and the three yeah. other friends you go find the three pieces you go find the book you go find the dagger and then you go fight the the, the the same boss monster at the end and banish him and you mm -hmm. win okay 
So yeah. I, I do. I was like, in two weeks, I don't know. A sub Z and his nephew bought it, and and we've been playing with them. And it's like his nephew loves Colton? it. Colton, little Colton, yeah, he little bought Colton? it. Little, Col- yeah, little Colton, not so he, little anymore. He absolutely <laughs> loves it, but it's like, um, I said, do you think we're still going to be playing this in two weeks? And me and Sub Z were both like, mm, it's good, good right yeah. now, but this is not going to have longevity. They, like a horde mode would be great in this. Because the best parts of the game is when you get to one of the places where you have to you have to find the dagger and they unleash yeah. like a million bad guys on you and you have to fight them off before you can take the dagger and it's really good and like the like the death animations where you like you hit them and weaken them then you can do like a death animation where you like you like slam the chainsaw through their chest and then spin around and cut their head off it all looks awesome as hell so um, but that's awesome. the game's only fault to me is the longevity is going to be a problem. And there's a lot of little jank things like not being able to step up onto an eight inch high ledge and having to run around the entire structure. Cause I can't just yeah. simply climb up a little eight inch thing. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. But well, I, hopefully I, they will support it. I mean, it sounds, I do, what like are the reviews the, I do on this? really like it overall though. It's, it nails the evil dead aesthetic, just like the Friday the 13th game did. It really nails it. Dude, what I was a series yeah. also. The series was scary, man. I jumped a lot from the Evil well, that, Dead. That first movie is like one of the darkest movies ever. Then by the third one, it's a straight-up comedy. Yeah, That's but true. what was the series on? It was on streaming. It was on Stars. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, Ash vs. Evil that Dead. That was a great show. I love yeah. that show. Was That's, a kind, That's show. kind of considered the fourth movie because they incorporate that into the game the same way they incorporate the first three. There's mm-hmm. nothing, The remake is not in this at all, but the first three movies and the show are heavily... Like, they treat the show like it's just one of the movies. Right. We're going to a con in July. It's the end of July. And I think I think Bruce Campbell's going to be there, but there's a panel, dude. I'm going to ask him the question about his coat and women getting pregnant. And I'm going to film it and see what he says. Oh, his <laughs> coat is him making his coat makes women pregnant or something like that? Yeah, yeah. If women touch your coat, they become pregnant. Is that true or false? <laughs> But yeah, overall, they, they love questions like that sometimes. But, no, overall, I really like this game. I, I do wish it had more. Uh, I, I do wish it had more uh, to do in it. Um, but it's it's good. And it, like again, you go to the cabin and like the, the trap door is banging and the voice like I'll swallow your soul is coming out of the trap door. Mm-hmm. The cabin is like exactly the same as the movies. So yeah, it's 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 good. Cool. It's, it's just awesome. the lo- it's just the longevity. That's the problem. I don't see this being. But you know what? I've probably already played it more than I play most most single player games or what eight ten hours. You pay sixty right, right. bucks. Mm-hmm. To play so you've it. gotten your money out of it, yeah. You play six six sixty bucks. You beat the game a single player game in ten hours and you're done with it. I've probably played this ten hours and it was it's it, I got it free, but it's even though I paid for it, it would be a thirty nine dollar game. Yeah. So I've already gotten the money out of it and had right. fun with it, and I intend to play it more. So there you right, go. Right. Awesome. So it's worth it. So I like so it. Get, uh, I do think the Texas Chainsaw game, I will say, will be better because that's more like Friday the 13th. And they put up, did you see the images they put up showing the side-by-side of how identical to the movie that shit looks? Uh, the Friday the 13th? Mm. I mean, the, the Texas Chainsaw. Oh, the Texas Chainsaw. No, I didn't. I need to send that's you this cool. video. This is this is Gun Media, the same exact guys that made Friday the 13th. And you know how I bragged on that, how that shit was identical mm-hmm. to, the ga- to the movie. Every location... Like you in, in like Friday the Thirteenth three, there was a part at the end of that movie where a girl is out in a boat in a little pond, and she looks up and sees the house and sees a window, and there's a door, and everything was exactly the same. 
Wow. Like every detail was That's identical. Dope. Well, they've put out a video showing how de how detail accurate the Texas Chainsaw game is compared to the movie, and it looks like two photographs. Like it's like it's like uh, Pam on The Office. It's the same picture. <laughs> All right. It's All right, like well, that yes. accurate. Pam. I'm over on bloodydiscussing.com. I searched Evil Dead game. Uh, the first story on here from one week ago, it says Tom Savini shares first look at, at Savini Ash in yeah. the Evil Dead game. So so Tom Savini developed one of the Ashes? Yeah, yeah he did. I, well, he did that in Friday the 13th, too. But uh, you had to Friday the 13th, you had to be a backer of the Kickstarter to get it. Even though what's funny is there was a goof up on the Microsoft Store where they accidentally let everybody download it, even though oh, you were wow. supposed yeah, and they didn't take it away. So I actually have it on the X. I have that game on PC and Xbox. Nice. Um, but he did that. But you had to buy like the hundred dollar like ultimate edition to get the um, Savini Ash. Hmm. You don't just a couple get the, it. A couple of the headlines says Evil Dead the game developers detail the storyline that brings all characters into one world. Another one says Castle Kandar from Army of Darkness is coming. Yeah, it's Evil a free Dead map. Game. Free map coming. They're making they're making the Army of Darkness map. That was just some of the headlines over. Well, it uh, sounds like they got the they got the assets yeah. right from the single player campaign, so it shouldn't be too much of a stretch. Yeah, what they, what they need the game needs more multiplayer modes. They need to make mm -hmm. more things to do than just finding the map, finding the book, finding the dagger, and fighting the. That's that's all it does. So, yeah. like I said, a horde mode. Yeah. I mean, any anything. I mean, they could do last a ash standing. <laughs> I like last that. Ash, Lord, last I like ash that. standing. Yeah. We're yeah. looking at another story on Bloody Discussion. It says, "Come get some. Listen to the brand new song by Method Man, recorded for Evil Dead: The Game." They got a lot of big people in on this. Well, game. dude, yeah, the soundtrack. They have an original score Method for this. The music, not like the actual orchestrated horror music, is like phenomenal. It's like stands out. It's so good. The music, like they even have released it like in the Ultimate Edition on a, on like a record. The music is amazing in this. Like when you are, like I, I got a clip of me running through the woods as as one of the nights, one of the single player missions, and there's like a storm and you hear the music. I'll send it to you guys after the show. Mm -hmm. um, the music is incredible. It's mm. like the music is like better than the movie music in this game because like it really is. So, but the thing about the Texas Chainsaw game that's going to be fun is that game is not going to be like a typical one on seven thing like friday the 13th it's going to be psychos versus survivors where yeah. the bad guys get three people so you get to be leatherface and they're going to have like all the goofy members of his family so they're going to have like chop top from the second movie and the hitchhiker from the first movie and the chef maybe matthew mcconaughey from the fourth movie the right, sheriff right. from the remake <laughs> sheriff hoyt and you're going it's actually going to be in all the let in leatherface it's going to be like a three versus four where four people play as survivors and three people play as psychos, cool. which I think is kind of interesting. Wait, isn't that the same? Is Dead by Daylight the same thing? Like you're playing as horror yeah, people. Yeah, it's, it's the same like down. loop yeah. of playing as a villain. Friday the Thirteenth and Dead by Daylight were very similar, but I, I never got why Dead by Daylight gets all the hype and they get all mm. these licenses to like scream and stranger. Dead oh, by Daylight. I'm gonna say it. It sucks. Yeah. Dead by Daylight is terrible. Really, the gameplay is terrible. <laughs> it just it's it's so jank it's so, I don't know I, I don't enjoy it at all but they get all these licenses and I thought the Friday the 13th game was way way better honestly it's a crapshoot because if Friday the 13th had twitch streamers on it from day one it would be just as big but I yeah. think Dead by Daylight got that twitch juice going for it yeah but it, Dead by Daylight maybe it came out first I don't know but it was like it, it just feels so 
it just feels cheap yeah. or something to me when I play it. I, I it's like when you play PUBG now. You know yeah. how PUBG started the whole battle royale thing. Play <laughs> play Fortnite and play Last Spartan Standing and go play Warzone and then go back and play one match of PUBG. You your mind will be boggled <laughs> how, how bad yeah. it looks yeah. and runs and everything. Okay. So I remember as a kid. We'd get to the drug palace, and it was either Monty Python and the Holy Grail or Evil Dead. We'd, we would rent those all the time yeah. in Dawn of the Dead. Uh, but I remember Evil Dead so well, that and the remake. And I know number two was where the animals went crazy and the hand and all that. But why did he, why did he go back to the cabin in part two? Um, is it a, another <laughs> camping show? I, I don't remember. Uh, uh, the end of the first movie, he's the only survivor, and he's it's the morning has come, and he's walking out of the cabin, and then you go into the POV of the demon again, and the demon just ru- comes at him, and he turns and, sc- at him, and yeah. he screams, and it ends. And it, it, Well, the second movie begins right at that. You can watch one and two back-to-back as one long movie. The demon possesses gotcha. him. It actually, the demon hits him and possesses him and knocks him way out into the woods and he gets up and he's possessed and then the, the rising sunlight hits him and it causes the demon to leave and all the demons flee back into their holes because the morning, the sun, and Ash falls over unconscious. And then, of course, he, when he finally wakes back up is when the sun is going back down. Like he laid in the woods unconscious all day, and when he finally wakes back up, the sun is setting again, and he has to run back to the cabin. And he gets back to the cabin right as the demons start coming back out of their holes. And then the Evil Dead Two is the next the set the very next night, and he's right. stuck in the cabin again, and he can't escape because there's only one bridge in and out, and the and the demons have knocked the bridge down. And Ashton reminded me the other night, what wasn't Ash or Bruce Campbell in Spider Man? Yeah, he's, yep. in, he's in all three of them. He's also yeah, in yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange. Yes, he and is. And Evil Dead Car is in Spider-Man, isn't it? All of Sam Raimi's movies have the Evil Dead Car. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And 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 well, uh, is it in Doctor Strange? Yeah, I think I no, it is. Look. It is. He yes. hides it in every movie he makes. It's somewhere in there. I forgot to look. It was in. It was even in the the Wizard of Oz movie he made. They covered it up to make it look like a chariot or something, but it was in there. Huh. But he should take over the Stan Lee part. You know, I well, thought Bruce that that's Camp- kind of like what Bruce they Campbell were was doing the pizza with Papa. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, talking about Doctor Strange, can we? Can we? we yeah, we can move on. But I, I like Evil Dead. Let's move on to Doctor Strange. Evil Dead's pretty <laughs> well, hold good. Up. If you're a fan. What's okay. the well, name of the game and, and who from Ted? All the uh, Evil Evil Dead the game, starring the Bruce Campbell, made by <laughs> Saber Interactive. Thank you for the free code. I I really I really like it. I think well, you can I've got to go. Moose hunting in about fifteen minutes. So, do you guys want to talk about Strange in fifteen minutes? <laughs> well, I yeah, I got I got to get moving after this because okay. my car's got to oh. go to the doctor. All right, um, everybody's got so that many was problems. that was my story last week. I had to leave mid show because <laughs> <laughs> and, and once we got to my car, it was like a three hour wait. Oh, oh so like, so hurry up and wait. Well, show, yeah. How about yeah. how about Matt? You can. Uh, Take I a little extra break off. tonight, and we'll just go, talk about Strange the, and see you next time. All right. The moose gun. See you later, I guess. Uh, and uh, be sure to be sure to lie. Go. Be sure to lie Love to BGO and tell him you're the Halo <laughs> champion, and see how long you can keep it going. Oh right. Oh yeah. Who, who won that again? Oh, you know what? I got. I'll find that out. Guy, I got him. Koda. Koda won. Who's never been Koda. in the chat ever? He's never been in the yeah. chat ever. I was like, look, I am a person that gets like, if I lose, I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I'm one of those people. I did come in second, but I was like the guy that beat beat me. 
that guy has never been in the VGO chat ever. Huh. Has he ever listened to the show? He said he heard about the, the thing on the show. Hmm. But the, the community events kind of meant for... How did you do, Matt? I came fourth. Uh, oh, Ted came third, I think. I came second. Ooh, you came second, okay. that's yeah. right. It's kind of right. meant for the chat room, is the whole point. And this yeah. guy just came out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, I'm entering. I was like, who the, mm. who the hell is this? It's going to happen a lot. Hey, can you send what? me the standings uh, before 9 o'clock so I can talk about them again? Yes. That was weird that you say that. You know, Trees Lounge from the, you know, came from the VGO community. They used to do the one-off show, Easy Mode Unlocked. Mm -hmm. Came to my house a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about going to John's events at uh, Game Spot. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, fun it, Spot. Fun yeah. Spot. He said the first event that he ever went to, he, he's, he's like, we had a tournament that said John had the people from King of Kong, and he said they just destroyed everybody. They, they fucking won everything. Well, probably. He's like, nobody stood a chance against the, all the world record holders. Yeah. I well, that is it. fun spot, though. That's where the world record well, That, that used go. to happen in, like, Derek H. on all games. Yeah. used to do, like, he's like, we're going to do an all-game Street Fighter tournament, and pe people would get mad. I got mad about it. Like, we yeah. did a Killer Instinct tournament. You know the one I beat his mom in, famously? Yeah. yeah. Well, we did another one before that, and it's just meant to be for all games people. And then yeah. some guy that's never been in the chat, no one's ever heard of, that just happened to listen to Derek's show, was like, yeah, I'm an e I'm going to Evo this summer, and I showed up for this tournament. It's like, what? And, of course, he just beats the shit out of everybody. Right. And he's a guy that's never been in the chat. We never that's saw cool. ever again, but he gets yeah. the prize. And I'm, and I, I think they like, Google tourneys in the name of the game and for practice. I put, it's just I put unfair, the, though. It's I put to the standings in the, in the super secret chat, Matt. Okay, I was browsing through Discord. All right, you guys go talk about Doctor Strange. We will, hey, Matt. We Matt, will. go easy on the moose, man. <laughs> That's moose hunting season. Be nice to them, okay? Before you go, um, yeah. is there a special call that you call out to them to get them to look up? Uh yeah. How's it go? Oh, it's like I gotta. Sorry, I gotta get. I gotta get. Sorry, I gotta get it. I'm like here. This is this an improv moment? I think so. Sorry, I just I bought this. It's a new one. No, it's, no, this is real, Ted. Okay. He's fucking going moose on. Just gotta. <clears throat> Blasphemy. <laughs> and they all look up. And you That's take good, Matt. I like that one. That's that sounded like that John Travolta movie where he's the stalker. Moose, Moose is in the house. <laughs> you know that movie? That uh, <laughs> what's that movie? The, the fanatic. Moose is in the house. <laughs> the moose is loose. I gotta find go, that. Wait, hang on, hang on, real quick. Before you go, before you go, Matt, uh, I'll find you. Uh... Matt, where can you be found? Who is gonna oh, find? Oh, in the at Madam McFly, M A T T O M C F L Y. No Sleep Podcast. Video Game Outsiders Podcast. Disturbed True Crime Podcast. I gotta find the clip of Mooses in the House. Disturbed Crew Trump. So you like rape Crew. people and stuff? Ew. Uh, no. Uh, Child molesters. Not what happens. Uh, I usually tell the story of the victim. I'm usually the victim. Oh, so you tell it from your perspective. It's, uh, or it's you like, like dead and tell the story. Well, people read um, shows about reading. Hey, Sean, can you play a YouTube? Sean, can you Sean, can you play a Sean, can you play a YouTube clip over the air? Yeah. Uh, look, here, no, I can't. I can hold my I can hold my phone up to the mic. Yeah, I mean, can you put the phone to it? Oh, I I'll do. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to do that. I just I just, I just want. This is way too much effort for what it is, but <laughs> I want to, uh, let me see. You sound like people when I'm DJing. 
YouTube YouTube clip. Yeah, I went to him. Oh. Hang on, let's see, if, let's see if you can hear this. Moose is in the house. I heard that. Watch out. Watch out. Here's Moosey. <laughs> What's that from? Let's I'll, I'll replay it. I know you want to hear it again. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm dying. Here. Learn how to hunt here on ZombieCast. Moose is that. in the house. <laughs> Moose is in the house. Watch out. Watch out. Here's Moosey. <laughs> Who is that? That's, that's from a god-awful movie called The Fanatic starring John Travolta. His name is Moose in the movie or something like that. Oh, and he run, he's running around a guy's house it. with antlers on his head, literally going, Moose is in the house. Oh. Here's Moosey. Here's a Moosey. A legend of our time. It's a straight-to-Redbox film, Matt. Oh. Right, straight to red box. Straight to, it is literally it's a straight to red box <laughs> movie. Now, red, red oh dude, Red Letter Media movie. reviewed it. You can go you can go watch their review. It's one of the, their best reviews. <laughs> For, former guest here on ZombieCast, Red Letter Media. Oh yeah, Jack Packard was oh, on here way it. back. Uh, but anyway, Matt, love you. See you later. Congratulations on your Halo Bye. victory. Yay! Oh thanks. Really well. Sorry, done. sorry, sorry you about the last place. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Is in the house. <laughs> so, Doctor Strange, we went Can to I see it. We, we, we got tickets weeks before it come out for the, the grand Thursday night showing. And I went there and I started getting sleepy towards the end. I, I, I had my vape on the in my pocket. And I was like, damn, my, my vape fell in the seat. I hate that. And then I saw the movie and we left. And then the next day I was at work. I was like, I can't believe I forgot my fucking wallet. It's always by my toothbrush. Why didn't I put my wallet in my pocket? Then Saturday came, and I was like, I forgot two days in a row to put my wallet in my pocket. And you know where my wallet was? Movie theater. In the I have no clue. In your pee hole? Last time I saw it was in the movie theater. And it must have fell out of my seat, and I lost my debit card, my license, my Disney passes, my Costco card. Oh, no. Did you not call Everything. the movie theater and find out yeah. what the heck was going on? There was no cash in it, but they didn't find it. But it, that's, wow. it had to it had to have been in Doctor Strange. It's in some other universe. It fell, in, it fell into the multiverse. Yeah, you know the theaters here now have all the reclining leather seats, and really, it's almost too comfortable because I get sleepy in them seats. I'd rather just be sitting in like the old school, sometime theater seats where my head would bob backwards. Do you do y'all do y'all theaters? I'm yeah. sure they're like that everywhere now. No. I, I fully recline. I don't have our theater. We don't have anything like that. We live kind of in an old town. New Jersey. But there, I've been to a couple of them where they even have like, like every theater here is like like that. a waiter or waitress come up to you and it's a restaurant type thing and they'll bring you food throughout the movie, which is great. But then you're like annoyed because then they're in front of you when you're trying to watch and somebody else. Yeah, you know what I mean. All of our theaters serve beer, liquor, wings, yeah. steak, so, all that. Yeah, you know, it used to be like a grand lux, like. Two theaters on that, but all I'm doing now. now. Yeah, that to us that was like a big deal when we would go in DC and go do do that down in DC, and it was like a really new concept. But here it's a very old town, so we just have the regular old broken seats or whatever theaters. I've actually saw Doctor Strange two times, 
So I mm. went back and and I probably going to go back again this week to see it again and maybe even once more the next week. And yeah, movie now how do you how do you pass, stand right? watching the same movie four times in the theater? It did, I have to really love $18 it. $18 right? a month unlimited movie. Yeah, I know, but I don't want, I don't want to watch the same movie for free at my house four times in a row. <laughs> I, I don't get I don't yeah. get it. I can get pretty obsessive with movies. I mean, I shoot, I've seen 10 things I hate about you over 200 times. So like, you know, it just depends on the movies. I just love the fact that it's a Marvel movie and I can watch it again in the big screen and see the details that I may have missed the first time around or the mm. second time or the third time. Well, I'm going to go one see time that, we done that one that, movie I'm taking that my mommy, her book. I saw, I saw in the theater, right? Mm-hmm. And then I bought the DVD when it came out. It was before Blu-ray. But I was like, man, I'd give anything to see this film in the theater again. And they opened a new theater here in town. Mm-hmm. And they were playing movies for a quarter. <laughs> and and I went to the new theater and Saving Private Ryan was fucking playing and I get to see it again. I saw that in the theater a, twice. Several yeah. years in the theater and that movie in the theater, that opening scene. Yeah, that's is that, unbelievable. That's in the a theater. Fu- that's a fucking movie. That opening scene. I saw that movie twice yeah. in the theater and that opening scene is like, holy holy shit. Yeah. That movie is, like. That that movie just jarred me. That opening scene. I'm like, I don't think I keep watching this. Movie. Yeah, because it, you know you can't run and hide. There's nowhere to hide. Mm-hmm. They're shooting you off the yeah, fucking if you, boat. Yeah, if you survived that, I think I'd be like, if you if I had lived through I'm that, out. I'd be like, okay, you know what? I've done enough. I'm going home. Yeah, I, I'm going home. I'm like, it's just like you're, no, I'd be like, which way is a- Amsterdam? I'm walking. You're to gonna Amsterdam. have to court martial me because I I'm going home. It, it is like. I'm still alive because God chose me to survive that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's literally. Pure carnage. Pure yeah. D-Day. Wow. We'll go down I never understood. I'm, now, I'm not, you know, I'm not a, uh, we'll get into Doctor Strange in a second. I'm not a, you know, like a, a general. I never understood when I watched that scene and I read about it. Why didn't they bombard that whole beach with, like, airplanes before they just drove up on it in boats? Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever wondered that? Why didn't know. they attack them from the back? Well, are they? Are they had those big battleships? Why didn't they fire their their artilleries and just just? I'm talking, glass that entire beach before they landed all those troops on it. I, I never right. quite understood that. No, me either. I don't know I, I, either. I heard somebody say, "Well, that would have given away that they were coming." It's like, well, they knew they were coming. They could see all the boats out there. Right. I mean, obviously, they were picked off. They took the time to build the concrete. They, yeah, they literally to had all those in. like giant metal. <laughs> they put those giant metal things on the beach to stop them from landing tanks. But yeah. those things actually end up working as cover too. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like why didn't they I, I just in, feel like, like they could miles down the beach. Why? Why could? I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get. I, and again, I'm sure there's. It has to be a reason. If you know, email us whatever. But I don't get it. I, I just said why couldn't they stri- just fly a bomber over and drop like a giant ass bomb and cave in all those those gun emplacements. The guy in that movie is, he just fell off of making movies. And any movie that he made, I loved. He was in that. He was in, uh, uh, what was the movie in Somalia? Black Hawk Down. Tom Sizemore? Yeah, him. He, I lo- he, he was like, I, I could watch him like Kurt Russell. I saw, I saw I him. him in, I actually think I met him. I think I met him. He was at a Days of the Days. He was at a Days of the I think I shook his hand once. I'm pretty positive. I don't remember. But I think um, did did he have a controversy? Did he get canceled? He may I have. Think he had, I think he had some sort of controversy. I could be wrong. I don't. Uh, what, but, but, what what happened but, to Tom Sizemore? 
But but Tom, but him and Saving Private Ryan, I have all these metal tins from Beard Butter. I have a Beard Butter, Beard Wax, yeah, like addiction. Like if I see a new one, I'll buy it. And I have all these tins in the bathroom. And Freeman Mommy's like, God, you got to throw all these tins away. And I'm like, it's just like a man thing, I guess. I was like, I can't throw them away. So now when we travel, I told her I was, I was like, I'm gonna do like the guy in Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna scoop up some sand or dirt yeah. and write on it and. and all the places we travel. So I'm going to start putting those tins in my bag and bringing back soil from places we visited, yeah. which I wish I'd have done years ago. Yeah. I've I, had some of these tins for years. I did. I did meet. I, I vaguely remember it. It was a days of the dead. And it was one of those like two second, like, Oh, Tom Sizemore. Hello. And I, I kept walking, but he shook my hand. He was a nice guy. I mean, he, he yes. wasn't like rude or anything. His movies were good, man. Black Hawk down was a crucial, another crucial fucking movie. You know, you know, it's another. It, it, uh, then we'll get to Doctor Strange real quick. You know, it was another heart wrenching war movie. Was that fucking Andrew Garfield? Uh, the Mel, yeah. G- the Mel, uh, oh, Mel yeah. the Mel Gibson movie. What was it called? Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, yes. that that movie. Yeah, I couldn't watch that. I could not watch that. I, I like that movie. I'm not a fan of him for some reason. Like My Andrew kids Garfield. love him, but he's Spider Man. He is. Spider-Man. He always looks like he's acting to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he okay. te- technically that's that's not wrong. But he, what was the movie that I, was I, I shot got, on save, one I scene? I can save one. Um, oh. Daredevil? It, 1917. Uh, 1917. That yeah. was a crucial movie, too. That movie, that that was a heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching movie. But yeah, Hacksaw Ridge, I, I could just, if I could have just saved one more, and he ends up saving like 30 people. Yeah. That's the movie. That, like, that's, uh, that's, uh, what, what's his name in Schindler? Uh, Oscar Schindler. That's the yeah. movie that um that's Hacksaw Ridge is the movie that got Mel Gibson uncanceled because he got kind of canceled in Hollywood for a while and then that movie yeah. was so good that they had to nominate him for an Oscar he got nominated for all the Oscars like well that movie was so good that uh, yeah. I still want to see The Northman it's streaming now Ashton then went twice to see in the theater Did I, that is in the theaters I haven't seen I don't know anything about that. My that's next. a movie you need to see, Norma. That everybody says it's amazing. Is it really good? I maybe I'll go see that. Really? Maybe, uh, yeah. you know, Nor- Norma, you got your thing, but we have a you know we we might have a connection, a hookup uh, to to watch that. There you go. The Northman. We have the we have a zombie cast hookup to watch the Northman. I, want, I still want to see Licorice Pizza. I haven't watched it yet. So Doctor Strange. Doctor uh, Strange. <laughs> so, so. I did want to say the second time I went around, because I'm just telling anybody who's listening, please, if you have kids that are obnoxious in the movies, just keep mm-hmm. them home. Like, mm-hmm. there was this whole group, the second time I went around, it was a whole group of just kids, and they ranged from anywhere of age 8 to um, 17. One was, like, the 17-year-old. Everybody else fell in between those things. And they were running up and down the whole movie theater. They're taking each other's drinks. They're playing around. They're goofing they're, wait, around. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're, they're snatching people's drinks? Well, not other people's drinks. Like, their own friend's drinks. Give oh. me my drink back. You're eating my stuff. That's my popcorn. That's my drink. Say, don't somebody touch my gra- stuff. Somebody grabs my $7 AMC drink. They're, I don't care if they're seven. They're getting slapped <laughs> across the head. I'd be like, ah, don't touch my stuff. I'm very protective of my popcorn. So, it's like the whole entire time. Well, I wouldn't say the whole entire time. So, it started right before the previews, whatever. I'm like, okay, they're goofing around. It's the previews. I don't care. You know what I mean? But then the movie started. They got quiet for about five minutes. And then about five minutes in, they started doing these little shenanigans again. And they're getting up and they're moving and they're running up and down. And um, some girl says, hey, shut the F up. And they kind of giggled or whatever. And like mm-hmm. literally five minutes later started again. So by the fourth time around, it was me this time. I just Shut the fun up. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that. So she, so finally I'm like, I'm like the fourth person and I'm the closest one. Literally, they're like four seats away from me. And I finally looked at him and I said, it just came out of me. I said, seriously, please shut up. Enough already. Like I took my best teacher voice that's as I mad as see, that's it that's as mad as norma can sound yeah and i'm telling which you it's not like, very scary <laughs> it was guys I, I would guys. if norma if norma yelled at me like that i would be like that is adorable <laughs> well they got i got a couple of laughs from them and they started <laughs> laughing and giggling, giggling and they were quiet for a good 20 minutes i'm like okay good it worked and as soon as i thought of that they start up again. So finally, this one young guy, he kind of gets up and he shows up about five minutes later and literally like 30 seconds behind him comes the manager. I'm assuming she's a manager. And she's like, have you been told by four different people to shut up? And you keep talking and playing. And they're like, no. Shut up! And she's like, no, you have been. You need to leave now. And literally, it took her like three minutes of getting telling him to leave. And she's like, I don't care. If you paid for this, because like we paid for the movie, I don't care. Get up and leave. You yeah, can ask. And all they're doing is times. interrupting and fucking up the movie for three or four minutes too. That's that's it. And on top of that, and that's yeah. To add to that, I'm I thinking I'm like maybe this pass. is the only time these people got a chance to go out. They have a busy schedule. They don't have the money, or they finally got around to go do this. You know what I mean? So, so they were leave. They were getting up and they were leaving, and they were leaving like the garbage, and you know. She, oh, I'm almost sure. I'm almost sure. Right. She, well, like, the thing is, we they, they learned a lesson, though, that yeah. maybe they won't do it again. They, they had to learn not. there's a consequence. And, and I don't get, blame you getting mad. I said this before the show, but like, I went and saw, I'm a huge Halloween fan. Halloween Kills was the movie that got me, got me out of the theater into the pandemic for the first time in two years. And I go there and some fucking girl is just, blah, 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 blah. Right. It's like it's, it's like this movie. is and I was like this is the first movie I've gone to see in two fucking years, and you're acting this way. That's shut it. shut the yeah. fuck up. And I'm telling you, it's but, like it's unfair because you don't know how everybody's schedule, how they got to be there that night, yeah. and they may have had to finagle all kinds of stuff to even be there to watch the movie. And why do you not think, only that? Well, why do they think they have the right to do that? To do I'm. I don't know, but they were kicked Crazy. out, and she told him, take your trash, too, because I'm not cleaning up after you. And the one kid's like, that's not mine. That's my friend's like, I don't care. It belongs to your group. Take it. Yeah. So, guys, not please, only that, are Norma, obnoxious, just leave them we, home. We went to see Doctor Strange. There's five of us. Ashton's girlfriend, McKinley, went. We got, you know, the popcorn tin was $14 to get the, the metal tin. Uh, Slurpee. Is that like a one ices. big thing for the whole group? Well, well, there's six of us, so you know that times three. Okay. You know, you know, so so we got one ten. We got two large popcorns on the side of that, which is no. I think the ten was like fifteen ninety nine. Good God. I want popcorn. Anyway, down. Doctor Strange, five of us plus McKinley, six of us. Hundred. It was like one hundred sixty eight bucks. Yeah, it's not. It's a cheap. lot of freaking money. It is. Man. Why and then everybody has the unlimited But honestly. People could talk during a the movie. They could run up and down. They could even stand beside me and just poke my head. Just poke, 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 poke. I would be fine with it. But when it comes to a slurpy, sloppy eater, I'm going to break their fucking face. That's I don't me. know what it is, and I've said it here on the show before, but a sloppy eater makes me fighting fucking mad, and I want to break their fucking face. Yeah, the people that come to the theater and they get like, oh. they buy like a full meal. 
And they'll be sitting next to me and I'm smelling their, disgu their disgusting nacho cheese is making me nauseous. The smell of it. Like, like, I don't get people to come to the theater and buy a full fucking meal. And, 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 and movies have gotten so expensive. Like They are. They are, like it, it, Doctor Strange was $20 to go, to go on the weekend or go after... 4 p.m. I was like, $20? Yeah. It's crazy. So I, I went crazy. to a 3 because it was $11 at 3 p.m. But I was like, what the fuck is going on with these movies? I remember back when I'm, I remember going to see The Phantom Menace in theaters. It was mm -hmm. $6.75 wow. for the Friday night 8 p.m. Yeah. showing. I remember paying $4.25 to go see a Regal. movie at uh, prime time. $3.75 for matinee. Regal has unlimited uh, pass. Here, it's $18 a month. Mm -hmm. And you go to unlimited movies, which I need to get back on. Yeah, and they are doing like a 90-day 90, a 90 trial if you want to like not do it all at once. Um, but ours is a little more. Ours is like 22 bucks, which sucks um, because, you know, it's a little more but, than that. But we go to the beach. They have Regal Theater, so we use, yeah. you know. So if we travel for dance or whatever, whenever we had the Regal Pass... I would look at Regal Theaters. If it's within 10 miles, we get to see a movie yeah. some night. That's good because house. like, you can get the highest tier and you can go to any of them. But I think when you choose yours, you have to choose one in your area. Because if not, they will, they'll give you, they'll charge you like an upcharge or something to go see um, a movie. If you go in a Regal that's not in your area when you signed up for it. So right, talking right. about that, when I went to go see Doctor Strange the first time around, she, um, the girl's like, well, there's be a charge because of, you know, it being the first night opening. I said, but I have the unlimited one. She's like, yeah, it's stupid. I'm not going to charge you for that. So I don't understand why they're, if you have the unlimited, why they were trying to, like, charge me, like, an up fee for coming on opening night for a movie. I thought that was kind of dumb. Well, you but know anyways, weird. You know, it's interesting. We went to Regal, and it, they didn't do that. I'm going to see, I, I was looking at Top Gun tickets. My mom's birthday is next week, and she's been mm -hmm. waiting two years to see Top Gun. You know, it got delayed oh. two years because yes. of the pandemic. She fucking loves the first Top Gun. And then this new one's reviews is like a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. People are like one of the best, be amazing. one of the best action movies ever made. So I want to see it when we're going to go. And for some reason, that movie, same exact theater is $12 to go any, go Saturday. Only Dr. Strange <laughs> was 20, but I Top swear. Gun is 12. So I'm wondering, is that a, is that Disney being greedy? Why, why is Dr. Strange... Yeah, $8 well, well, my screen. cousin used to work in a theater. It wasn't a special they, screening. They, Same they exact cut the real and quit, the, quit his job. But he said a lot of times when they rent these movies, it's like fifty, sixty thousand dollars per reel. Oof. But it, but, like but is that that eight dollar difference? Is that is that Disney jacking up the price because they're Disney and they're greedy and they know everybody will go see Doctor Strange? Well, I thought that that wouldn't be the case. I mean, I th it's always been like a set price, I always thought, for yeah. movies in general. So, like, unless if it's like matinee or, what you know, no, their whatever. I, I no. really researched this. Same wow. times, weekend, opening weekend, general screening, not Dolby Digital, none of that. $12 for Top Gun, $20 for Doctor Strange. That's wild. I've never heard of that. I cannot wait. You know... We go see all the Marvel movies, and as I always say, a week later, it, it's... I, I remember Doctor Strange, there was a kid, and Wanda, and... <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, you didn't like it but so But Jurassic overall? Park and Top Gun, I am really looking forward Excited to Jurassic Park Did you, and Top Gun. So, I'm assuming, um, Sean, you didn't care for it. Ted, what was your thought on the movie? Uh... I liked it. Probably the most... Uh, really excited, because it was supposed to be a horror movie, but I'll say that, yeah. um... I uh, thought it started well, and then I thought it got 
I was nodding off in the theater for the middle hour. Like I okay. thought, I thought that it was going to be absolute nonstop tumbling through the multiverse, crazy. You know that there's that montage goes on like thirty seconds where they're tumbling from world mm-hmm. to world. Yes, and it's like they turn into like ink Spoilers, people. But... Well, yeah, you know, I thought the whole movie was going to be like that, like jumping every five minutes to some crazy new thing, and they really mm-hmm. just go to one other alternate New York, and then they're there the whole rest of the movie. And that was yep. a little disappointing to me, I thought. Um, okay. I thought that, and then I thought, uh, I, I, I'm going to just be honest, I, I was having a little trouble following the plot with all the books, the different books and all the craziness. Mm-hmm. I, I was having a little trouble understanding and then trying to tie it back into Spider-Man's multiverse and Loki's multiverse and, yeah. I didn't understand why she was a bad guy for wanting to have a family. And I, I was totally lost. Well, you know what? Yeah, like, Sean, Sean, I got I to... Gotta, this, this is a very big point. Um, I've made, I understood her. A lot of people have made this point. Okay, one of the biggest lies Disney has told. Disney said, Kevin Feige said this when Disney Plus came out two years ago. They said, we're making all these Marvel shows. WandaVision, Loki... Says they said you will not be required to watch these shows right. to continue to follow and enjoy the theatrical movies. They adamantly said that. That is the biggest. If you did not watch WandaVision, mm-hmm. this movie makes no fucking sense. And if you didn't right. watch What Ifs, because What If is a part, yeah Captain Carter yeah Cap- not and not just Cap- but also evil um Stephen Strange. You know what I mean because of him. Going back and turning yeah, time. There's, there's been like five different Doctor Stranges, including the What If Doctor Strange now. Yeah. But why was she a bad guy for just. So it wasn't one, one so much anybody. that she yeah, had to watch WandaVision. Why is she suddenly the Scarlet Witch with the red horn? She wasn't, yeah. she yeah. wasn't that. You, she got that outfit in WandaVision. She, yeah. turned, well, I, she turned. We watch the, WandaVision and, and I understand well, all shit. that. Well, shit. But, <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying is, as I was like, you know, she, she just has a big heart and wants to be with her kids. I think um, is what it is. What she was trying to do, she was trying to, you know, kill somebody in order to have that reality. And, you know, I and it's interesting you say that, Ted, because you you said you got a little lost. I was a little confused at some, you know, a couple points too. That's why I went back and I wanted to watch it again to see what I was. Maybe connect some dots because I felt like some parts went a little too fast. I think this movie, personally, I think it, I would give it an eight and a half out of ten um, because there are some parts that were a little too sped up and some parts that were like loosely connected. There's rumors <laughs> it was massively reshot and edited and blah 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 blah. So it's I think what it is is the book, this evil book that she's using is like changing her. Like it's a demon, like a demon that's um making her making Wanda and she really is the Scarlet Witch, but it's almost possessing her yeah. to make decisions that she would not normally make. Because she's not they've they've she was a hero. You're she's right. one of the Avengers, but the, she's an irredeemable monster. After this and WandaVision, she's an irredeemable monster now. Right. And if, and if they had sort of played it, they didn't play it off in the movie at all, that it was the book had, like, possessed her. They just made it like she's just gone crazy. Because at the end of WandaVision, I, I thought this too, um, she kind of is resolved at the end of WandaVision that she's okay with the, the, the kids being gone, and she's kind of come around. And then this thing starts, she's just batshit crazy. Yeah. And it's like... That she's back obsessing over the children again, which was resolved at the end of WandaVision. And the children, she conjured them out of her mind. And I guess this movie, it says that 
what she was like because they set up with Doctor Strange like Doctor Strange is having a nightmare and he realizes he's what he's seeing is not a nightmare he's actually seeing an alternate reality when he sleeps that's what they say at the beginning so right. you so her kids that she thought she conjured in WandaVision were actually they actually were not conjured they were they actually really did exist in another reality right. and she had conjured them based on actual people that she was having visions of from another reality or well, something you, I well, I think and anybody who's really into this lore please correct me if I'm wrong I'm thought that somewhere along the comics Wanda and Vision do have children um and then you know then they kind of took this liberty and changed the story around so yeah. those boys really do exist in this world in the comic books, yeah, but and in, they in, themselves have powers. But also. in in WandaVision, though, they're not correct. From, she she literally just conjured them out of her imagination. Correct. In WandaVision, but then in this movie, it says that that sh they are real, but they exist in a different mult of different universe. So she goes over to the other universe to kill the version of herself over there, and claim the boys as her own boys. Right, but there's so, there's a there's a, a Wanda over there that has the same power where she's shooting the red lasers out of her hands too. Exactly, but she's not possessed because she's not evil and possessed. Book. Yeah, yeah. So that's where that all comes from, and you know, and you're right. There, I don't normally would be looking and be like, "There's nothing wrong with mom wanting to be her kids." I think it's the means of how she was doing it. But well, she, she was going to kill. She was she was actually gonna going kill. to she was going to murder the boy's real mother and then take her place. Right, and then murder right. um, America as well. America yeah. Chavez. As America well. Chavez. So I don't know. I thought some scenes were pretty, and we are totally spoiling this guy. Oh, and she and she did murder about half of Doctor Strange's academy. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they can't redeem her character now. She's a villain because she she's right. she's still alive. I mean, they kind of say she might have. She didn't die. No way. But she's um after in Wandavision, she imprisoned an entire town for selfish reasons. That's right. And then in this, she Mind fucking control. murders like a billion people. Yes. In this movie, so it's she's not redeemable now. Including um, the one version of Stephen Strange in that other world, too. So, yes. So well, she's, she, fucking, um, she fucking killed Mr. Fantastic, Captain yes. Carter. She, even though, um, again, because of the multi... Britain. She, she killed uh, Captain... She killed Dr. Xavier <laughs> Patrick X. Stewart. She killed Patrick Stewart. She broke his neck. I cried. I but cried. The, I cried. I cried. But with all this multiverse shit, the thing is, like, you, you, no one ever really dies because Captain Carter... The Captain Carter she killed... Is mm -hmm. probably not the same Captain Carter from What If. It could be a totally different multiverse version of because the be. version of Doctor the the version of Doctor Xavier she killed was not the one from X Men because the one from X Men died in Logan. That's right. So that's a different variant of Patrick Stewart. The multiverse. It's the multiverse. That's right. So no one's ever really dead. It's it's like it's like Star Wars. No one's ever really gone because. <gasps> Yeah, like 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 they say John Krasinski John Krasinski's rumored to be starring in the Fantastic Four movie play and directing it. So that that version of Mr. Fantastic that died is not the real Mr. Fantastic. That was a variant. The real version's going to be in the Mr. Fantastic Fantastic Four movie. Mhm. Mm it's so I, crazy, Norm. I have to say well, it was that's very crazy because I was talking with people him. I was talking with people about like like light the movie Lightyear coming out and they're like, "What's well, different? You know why didn't why didn't they get Tim Allen and all this?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, 
Buzz Lightyear was a da about a superhero. And this yeah. is the story of the real superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not Tim Allen. T- Tim Allen was the, the voice. Da. He was the voice of the toy based on an actual person. Right. And this is the story of the person. And I don't think a lot of people get that. They yeah. think it's a Buzz Lightyear. It is, but it's not. It's, it's they th- based they on think the it's toy about the toy they, story. They think it's about the toy. It's not about the toy. It's about the man the toy was based on. Mm-hmm. Like if a Kiss doll was in Toy Story of Gene Simmons, and then you know they go back and they tell the real story of Gene Simmons, it wouldn't be about the doll. It'd be about Gene Simmons. Right. And that's what Lightyear's about. And they'll say the reason like Buzz Lightyear ends up like. It looks like this. He's like flying all through time and shit because he's with like a woman and then he's with her granddaughter who's the same age. And there's a story reason why he didn't do the voice for the doll, probably. Why they they say he wasn't around to record a voice lines for a toy. You know, the real Buzz Lightyear vanished into space or something and never came back. We don't know. He's a legend. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so they had to, you know, it makes sense to me. I know some people don't understand why they did that, but it, it does make sense. But I think it was cool that they got Captain America to do the voice for Buzz. Yeah. Chris. Oh, Chris uh, Evans? Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. You, the you original what? Fantastic uh, yeah. Four? The, <laughs> that's what I, you know what I want to see, Norma? I want to see, you know, they're bringing back like Spider-Man. They brought back X-Men. They're bringing, bring, they, I want to see a crossover where the, the Fantastic Four from the movie, from the first movie come over and Chris Evans is, is the Human Torch. That would be great. And he runs into like, but he looks like Captain America. Yeah, and he yeah, and he runs into. So, they could do something so like crazy with that, where people are like they're like Steve. It's like no, my name is Johnny. No, you're Steve. No, I'm jo- <laughs> I'm Johnny. Who the fuck is Steve? I'm Johnny Storm. <laughs> be like, look, so, look what I can do with mad- with fire. So uh, they could last totally year make a we fucking to hilarious scene out of that. Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. We had always wanted to eat at Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the Beast is you got to have reservations. It's literally like $100 a plate. You get the gray stuff. You get everything from the movie. You go in there and you see the rows. And they got it set up like you're in, you're in the Beast's lair uh, or, or cafe, you know, in, in the, the ballroom. And it, they all the windows are snowing and stuff. And the Beast comes through and everybody claps. And, and everybody gets a portrait with the Beast. It's like this event that you do at Disney. Well, we were there eating and and... Right after, you know, while we were eating, uh, we were talking about Beauty and the Beast stuff. And they're like, did you see that guy just leave over there with his daughter? And we were like, no. And they're like, that was Chris Evans over there eating. And he was like a couple tables over, dude. We didn't even know it. Oh, my and they God. they didn't tell us till he, he, they didn't bring hype until he left. <laughs> yeah, because you're not supposed to, like, They said he comes in there every yeah, year you're with not his daughter to, to eat at the, it, 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 uh, the Beast's uh, chamber. Well, you saw that. Remember that video I took where I was walking around Monster Palooza, and when I got home, I didn't realize until I looked at my footage that I was literally standing face to face with J.J. Abrams. Did you ever see that video? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. crazy. And I noticed I was at home looking at my Did footage, and I was like, "That's fucking J.J. Abrams." And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, he was just walking around the convention with his daughter, like looking at stuff like I was, and I was walking behind him for f- fucking. 10 straight minutes and he turned because I was not looking at him I was looking at sort of over his shoulder at all the stuff I never focus on the person 
and he's looking right at me, like, and looking around, and it's it's hilarious. I was like, oh, my God. And this is right when The Force Awakens was coming out, so he was and all hot like, shit. And you're like, blah, blah, blah. You're, like, all in La La Lands. But I was like, I could have talked to JJ. This is right before The Force Awakens was coming out, and he was, like, the cock of the walk because he directed the new Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, you, you have those moments. That happened to me at Walker's Talker the first time I went. Someone was standing next to me or whatever, and I'm just talking you know, to my, my family, blah, blah, blah. And then I felt like the person just like kind of walk away, but they're literally standing next to me for about three minutes. And then um, Mike is like, do you know who you were just standing next to? And I said, no. It's like, um, Bob? Let, let us guess. Let us guess. Let us guess. Oh, I just said it. Oh, Sean Astin? No, I would No, if Sean Astin, I would have cried right then and there. I'm like, wait Kare- a minute. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? It was um, Bob from um, The Walking Dead. Oh, Bob like, Stuckey? Yeah, Bob Stuckey. Like, literally, he was right next to me, and I had no idea. Like, I wasn't in that zone. Like, I was just so overwhelmed that yeah. I was there and seeing everybody that my eyes just uh, were not focused. But literally, like he's standing right Judith next to me. Yeah, just like, it's wild. Um, so I wanted to kind of say about Doctor Strange, there are a couple parts that I actually did thought was really cool. Well, first of all, it was darker. This was a lot darker than the original one, and even just like in general than yeah. the Avenger games. In fact, when the whole Captain Carter moment kind of stopped, there was a little boy. This was the first time I came around, and I watched it. There's a little boy with his mom, and I guess a couple of his siblings. And you hear him say, he was probably like eight to ten years old. He's like, Mom, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. I'm scared now. Like, I'm scared. I'm, did you, I know, did you I say, so shut the fuck him. up? Did I you yell, so shut the fuck up, stop guy. talking in the theater? Shut the well, fuck up. Well, him, I didn't care, because this was the first time around, and it was just like a little kid, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know what, kid? It is pretty dark. This, this, That scene was brutal. Like, even though they didn't show you, they did not leave anything to imagination well, as to what it, it just happened. Well, it sets up how the Scarlet Witch is by far the most... She Remember, she was going to rip Thanos in yeah. half. And that was, the, the, most that was before she got the witch powers, Scarlet Witch powers. Mm-hmm. She was going to easily kill Thanos by herself like it was nothing. And then in this movie, like, that's that's Captain Marvel. We talk about how strong Captain Marvel is. That's Captain Marvel, same power, different right. version. She fucking just, like, grabs her, siphons her power, and then crushes her with a statue yeah like she's nothing uh, that, she killed, that was crazy she killed captain marvel like she was nothing yeah and then and then dr xavier's trying to use his mind power she's like no she's breaks his n-. so yeah the scarlet witch i think could kill anybody in the whole marvel universe oh she can i mean at the end of wandavision they've established she is the strongest she is the and she's, strongest in and she's insane which makes her more interesting she's a mom yes. she's completely nuts yes which was what that whole fun, that? that whole funny little moment where it's like all moms make their kids with magic, kind so of I thing. Have a, I have a question. She mm-hmm. said, "I'm not a monster. I'm a mom." Yes. I had a I had a friend who told me uh, the theater burst out. Some guy in the theater when the, when she said, "I'm not a monster. I'm a mom." Some guy in the theater was like, "Ha!" <laughs> so a- Ashton told me, but I want to bring it up on the show. Uh-huh. And, and I don't remember what he said, but for me, I, the reason I like to go on Thursday nights to open a night is I love theatrical reactions i like oh, yeah, the and the odds and like if you yeah. see star wars on night one everybody claps when yes. you see lucasfilm yes. and, and and there's things like that but there was a scene whenever they brought those superheroes out and everybody cheered and clapped and i was like what the fuck was that for did somebody play something that wasn't expected or something uh yeah we were not expecting um an x-men or fantastic four or captain but Carter. whenever all whenever that, showing all, all the ruined that we all i knew 
John Krasinski was in it. I, all that was. Uh, is that what is that what it was? Because everybody cheered and clapped. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was. What I miss? I I I cried. I had tears leaking out of my eyes. I'm like, that's John Krasinski. He's fan- it, Mr. It's Fantastic. It's because the fan the fans have pushed for years for him to be Mr. Fantastic, and he and he was. You know, but uh, I, I saw it at a, a middle of the day, like weekday screening. So there was like seven people in my theater. So. I love theatrical reactions. I know you said you do too, Ted. Sometimes. Oh, I do. Like, yeah, like, like I, especially Star Wars. Dude, people best. clap and oohs like, and ahs and to to this day, I have never. When everybody's on board to watch the movie, like I, I have never heard a theater go is the most bananas I've ever heard a theater go in my life over even over Avengers Endgame was Attack of the Clones when Yoda whipped out the lightsaber. When he, when Yoda came oh, walking yeah. in and he started, him, in. And, him and Dooku, Dooku. started throwing the and then he, he I've never heard a theater go that fucking crazy. <laughs> I, awesome. One of them that was equal to that Ted of the theater that I was in was in the last Star Wars. Whenever Luke was standing there and they were just blasting the shit out of it, just yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It was like D Day on planet. Luke Skywalker, and then he was just yeah. standing there. I, don't, I you know I'm not a fan of the Last Jedi, but the last, the last Je- I've Jedi. said this the Last Jedi the scene. Um, the scene where they, well, when Ray and Kylo Ren fight is great, but um, the scene with Luke walks out there has got like, like All probably the, the best, probably the best scene in the whole new series because it has the most like memorable lines, like everything Kylo Ren says, like when they're fighting and, he, and the Millennium Falcon shows up and he's like, shoot that piece of junk out of the sky. <laughs> when he yells that is great. When he's yelling more, you know, and then he yells. I want every gun we have to fire on that man. Like that somehow is like this genius. And then like the line, like every, every, every line of what word of what you just said is wrong. Like every line of dialogue in that scene is like perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I love when he says, shoot that piece of junk out of the sky. Cause and the, and the entire empire goes after it. Cause you're like, yeah, by this point, the millennium Falcon is like the Baba Yaga <laughs> to the end of the empire, you know, they're like, but, the but that empire. scene was d- ended so wrong because I was like, fucking Luke is still standing there, and it was a hologram, and he that's falls what ruined, dead on some that's island. That's what ruined it for me. That's what pissed off a lot that's of people. What, uh, that pissed me because I remember watching Luke the movie should going, have been standing there. Yeah, that's why it ruined it. And I, we're getting off topic because I thought I remember in the theater I wasn't loving the movie, but when Luke went walking out there, I said th- I I remember thinking this whole movie is about to be saved. And I thought Luke was going to start, maybe I was overthinking, I thought he was going to start, like, lifting up Adats with the Force and throwing them into each other and just, like, like, like going crazy doing yeah. this shit. And then when it turned out he was a hologram, and I, was, I remember just feeling, like, deflated. I was like, oh, come on. And they have limitless money. You're surprised that it made it through. Just like we talked about with The Walking Dead, it made it through all them people. It made it to the screen. It sh- that he way. should have actually been there. I, and remember, he had pulled out his lightsaber that got broken in half. Mm-hmm. He had the blue. And I remember right away, I was like, I was like, why does he have his blue lightsaber? Because that thing got destroyed. And Kylo Ren, for some reason, was the one that destroyed it. Yet he did not notice that the lightsaber was back. It was different. And he was obsessed with that lightsaber. They established. Ray, the- Ray carried that lightsaber, right? Yeah. But they established in the first movie that he's obsessed with it because it was the the lightsaber of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. He fucking broke it in half in the movie, and then he doesn't notice that Luke's got... Why, why didn't they give Luke his green lightsaber in the hologram? There's a lot of little things that annoyed me because I'm a big Star Wars fan, but that scene was amazing until it's revealed that he's not actually there. It's not them. I just My thought... My kids bought me a real Stormtrooper helmet for Christmas. Ashton, his 
took his money and bought me a stormtrooper helmet. And it's got the mic system and everything. Awesome. I don't have the full outfit, but I have the helmet. And whenever DJing picks up and I do some parties, I'm going to take that helmet with me and DJ with it. Nice. I just thought that scene was just aesthetically beautiful. With It's all like white. And then as they're the fighting, red. yes, the red just all well, over. Well, you notice too, so Luke's symbolic. feet, they give it away. Luke's feet do not cause the set, the salt to get brushed yeah. aside. They show a he shot of his feet. doesn't make any kind of But, but also, it's, it's like when he walks out of the explosion and he, he brushes off his shoulder, there was nothing there. He wasn't there. He was It was a, it was a fake out. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I just wish that would have been a great way for Luke to go out is just single handedly battling. And Sean, wouldn't you have loved to see Luke is so powerful and everyone in the Empire is scared to death of him that he goes out there and he's literally just fucking flinging ad ats into the air with the force and shit. He like could that? have been the Scarlet Witch. Of yes, it could have been like a Star Scarlet Witch scene and where it would he, have been so easy for them to do. Yeah. See. You know what I think? And then, though, and then Kylo Ren finally says, I got to go down there and just fucking confront him because he's wrecking our entire fleet yeah. with his mind. I think, honestly, when they were making and they thought of this, they, they're they like, okay, this is how we how Luke dies in this series. They were not anticipating that Carrie was going to die yeah, soon after the release of that yeah. movie. So, you know, I think Carrie was the one that was going to carry uh, the rest of the, the trilogy um, but unfortunately, she is the death in real life that did happen, and, and they already in the got movie rid makes, of Her death in the movie makes no... I, I don't understand how or why she died at all in the film. Yeah. She just, like, lays down and then disappears at the end of the film. Like, I don't... I, well, it's very weird. She disappears when... Um, Kylo Ren disappears. Yeah when, yeah, when Kylo dies. It's like they were bonded. Yeah. And it's... Like I thought that was kind of poetic with the you know it's almost a peaceful way of them going together but like the whole her well again you know cuz she she just I don't know I I don't know I have to look at it again cuz I, I had a theory but yeah I think they were not anticipating for Carrie to die in real life so they're like okay we can we can get rid of Han Solo because he was he wanted to die anyways in the original trilogies we're going to just get rid of Luke and then you know you know Organa is going to carry the rest of this. And I, I, nope. I, I, I kind of thought that uh, when Kylo Ren became good halfway through the movie and then instantly turned bad again, he should have stayed good. That should have been his redemption yeah. right there. Yeah. You know, and, and then Luke should have died like for real at the end. Um, like the Empire carries on without Kylo Ren. So where do they go from here on new movies? They're not well. The Skywalker movies are done. They're just gonna do. They're doing. They announced recently. They're just gonna do standalone shit. Like they're doing yeah. a movie called Rogue Squadron. That's gonna be like Top Gun, where it's gonna be an X X Wing. Squad. What was the one that had the the little like Norma in the movie? Oh my gosh, Rogue One. That that girl looks just like you. I mean, if you if you look at the Felicity Jones, the poster of that, the poster of that looks just like Norma. Let me find it. Uh, <laughs> it was Rogue One, right? Yes. We should probably start wrapping up, by the way. We've been on an hour and a half. Yeah, my Alexa was going off. Yes. I, You know, every time you guys say that, like, I get a little giddy. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I look like Jenner, so I, I feel so, so, so proud of that moment. You, you could have been vaporized on a beach, Norma. I just like have. You, you could have been you while hugging Diego Luna. That's right. The whole movie, I was like, man, that looks like normal on the screen. God bless. <laughs> And, and the cover art that I just put in our super secret chat doesn't even do do it justice, but her on the screen, I was like, that's Norma. Yay. 
By so, the way, they've, yeah. they've got a documentary coming to Shutter next week called, uh, all about the whole history of found footage movies. So I assume it's, I, I, I'm going to guess Eduardo Sanchez is going to be all over that documentary. Which one is this one? Say it again. Brain it's fart. coming to Shutter. It's like a, it's a whole, oh, it's, yeah. like the, it's the history of found footage. Yes. And then I, did you send me the link or did I actually see it somewhere else with him? I sent you a link. Shutter. He was okay, in, you, he was on Cursed Films talking about Cannibal Holocaust. Because that's the first found footage movie ever made, was Cannibal Holocaust. And he said he'd never even heard of it when he made Blair Witch. And he's glad he, because it's kind of a similar plot. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm glad I never heard of it because I might, I probably wouldn't have made Blair Witch because yeah. it had already been made. And um, so, but I saw this thing. They're like, coming next week, the history of found footage doc. And I was like, oh yeah, Eduardo Sanchez is going to be all over that because he's like, yeah, he's almost the, the godfather in a weird way. Yeah, kind the of Blair way. Witch is kind of the movie that, started the whole fucking craze mm-hmm. it, it is the movie that started because because it was there was 30 years between cannibal holocaust and blair witch cannibal holocaust did not start a found footage craze it was too fucked up and weird and controversial um blair witch is what got it going and then paranormal activities what sold it out made, made everybody start selling out and like making garbage Speaking of Blair Witch Project, uh, you know, Norma's friends with that family, we had Ed Sanchez on, the creator of Blair Witch, almost a year ago. And that night is when they busted your door down, Ted, the cops. That was, se- that was seven years ago. Yeah, it was all... Se- we, well, yeah, yeah, seven years ago. A year... Yeah. We had him on two but it was times. The, but it was the anniversary a few... It was on May 4th, I think, or May 14th, or it was a few days ago was the anniversary, because I saw you linked me in the video of the door... Yeah, but Ed Ed Sanchez was on the show, and we we knew that you were so excited about Ed yeah, Sanchez being on Zombiecast. Then you disappeared, and we called nine one one. I was having I was having a really you know people don't talk about their personal problems much. I was having a really hard time. Anxiety, uh, anxiety stuff. I was having to move. I was being forced out of my apartment. I was I, I had a timeline where they're like, you got to be out of here June 1st. I, I, I could not figure out where to go. It was a big fucking nightmare. And I was like so stressed out. And I was in Los Angeles. And they're like literally like, if you're not out here June 1st, you're on the street. Because wow. they fully remodeled the entire building and they were kicking everybody out basically. Wow. And um, I was very stressed out. And I had taken, I, I take, you know, medication to like, calm myself down because i do have i do have diagnosed anxiety that's a good issues. thing though and i don't and i don't have trouble i'm not shy to say about it yeah I've, everybody i know everybody i know secretly has taken something oh i take xanax Just, every time i get on that plane yeah they do they do the everybody know. but um all my kid two of my kids take it every yeah, day yeah so like um and I had, I was so stressed out i had like taken my whole month's supply in like two weeks and I had, and so I'd had two weeks without any of it. And I was like, really just like, like, re- like, I felt like my head was going to explode. And finally I had gotten my, you know, that you can't get it. You can only get it every 30 days yeah. because it's a controlled, it's a controlled substance. substance yeah. The day, like an hour before zombie cast, they refilled it for me. And I hadn't had it in two weeks. And I was so fucking like on edge that I took two of them to try to just calm down. And it just fucking put me to sleep. Like not Ouch. OD, but I just like fell like a doctor says like you take two of these that's that's we call that sedation it'll yeah it, it you don't OD or die you won't die it's not dangerous but we give people two of these when we're doing like a basic procedure just to 
really kind of put him into a relaxed state. But you went right. out live on the show. And I, and yeah, and I, and when, the, when the cops kicked the door down, I was in my bed, and I yeah. don't remember how I got there. To this and it's day, crazy because you were, we were, you were still logged in, but you were muted. You muted us, so you were still connected on the phone call with us. Yeah, you were just muted. I'm thinking what ha- you know what I'm thinking happened because I do this quite a lot sometimes. Like, I do it now, like, I walk through the bedroom, and I'll just plop over on the bed for a split second and lie there for a second, and then get right back up, you know? You just mm-hmm. do that to take a little... I think I got up to go to the bathroom or something, and I walked back, and I just plopped on the bed for a second, and I instantly fell asleep. Like, the second my head hit the pillow, I was out. Well, see, the other day, I, I, I'm like a night owl, so I took... The kids had some melatonin here, yeah, and I took some a bit back, and I was like... How the fuck they give this to kids, man? I, I mean, it depends how much it, you're that taking. Shit hit, I'm that allergic. Shit hit me to it. hard. I'm allergic to it. I have weird dreams, and then if I actually sleep while I take it, it's very weird dreams. Or it does the opposite. It wakes me right up. Yeah. So it, we are at an hour and a half. We gave you guys it, a good uh, show this l- week. Last thing, Go last ahead. thing I'll say about my thing also is like, and also, I'm a person that always keeps my phone on mute because it just rings. You get all those spam calls yeah, yeah. and. I, I you know I'm in chat groups with people where people will start talking back and forth constantly over chat and my phone's going boop 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 and it gets it, all, it gets on my nerves like yeah are you are you in chat like a little chat group on on like iMessage with like three people and yeah. two of them will start talking and they're the only two and it's like direct message each other why are y'all right. going back and forth where I have to listen to the bo- so I keep my phone muted all the time and on top of that I had one of those air purifiers in my room that's really loud it's like. Uh-huh. So it was drowning out all noise. So I didn't even hear when the cops were knocking on the door because it was drowning out from the air purifier. It was only when they fucking exploded the door <laughs> that I literally leapt. You, I saw you tweet, what did I, you were asking like, what did I see? The door uh-huh. exploded. Oh like, my God. Like so hard that it flew and knocked a hole in the wall. That's wow. how hard they kicked the door open. Wow. Well, here's a lesson that I learned with, with, you know, being annoyed with stuff. There, there's a thing on the iPhone that you can click, mm-hmm. and it'll only let your phone ring for people that send your contacts. Otherwise, it sends them to voicemail. And well, yeah, kinda, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. I had it on, but one night I kept getting, you know, it kept telling me I had these messages, and I listened to the message, and it was a doctor telling me that they were keeping my dad alive until I got there, and it, it would not let them through, so I, I took that off. See, no, I like, no, no one I know may nobody, need me in, a, in an emergency. Nobody I know calls me. Everybody that I know texts. The only calls I get are spam. Like, you know, it's like a robot voice talking about something, or it's whatever. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't get phone calls ever. Apple says spam call now, or yeah, political yeah. call, or it'll be a that, call so. from like it'll be a call from like New York City or someplace. Like, what the fuck is this? And they don't even leave a. Ma- I don't even answer it. Right. But so uh, yeah. But my I door. Ex- buddies. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my door exploded though, and I jumped out of bed, and I, I remember I ran out into the den like, "What the fuck?" And there was three cops standing in my doorway, and I, I ran out there. I was like, "What the fuck?" And um, they said, and they literally said, "Are you uh, your friend Matt sent us?" They said something like mentioned Matt's name, and I was like, and I remember I real, I kind of realized what was going on, and I looked over into the kitchen at the microwave, and I saw the clock. And it had been like right. two hours, and I was like, oh my, like two hours had disappeared. And I was like, oh my God. It was like 8.30 East Western. 
Right. And I really was like, I, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? But yeah, they, they said Matt sent us and yeah, that, that you saw that door. I couldn't close and Derek my door. Derek H was there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I could not close my door for like three days. That is crazy. I couldn't close it. I had to like, when I go to bed, I pushed it to and I'd put, I'd push the coffee table in front of it to keep it shut. That video was fucking funny. And they came and, the next uh, morning. and I was sitting on a couch with this cop and the other cop says, do you mind if I have a look around? And I was like, go ahead. Cause I know there's nothing, I'm, I don't do drugs or anything. There's nothing they're going to find. And I sat on the couch with the other cop and I said to the cop, like, uh, so, uh, do I have to pay to, rep- so my door that you guys just fucking destroyed, there was a giant boot print in the door. I said, it's like, it's like, <laughs> do I have, do I have to pay for that? And the guy said, uh, no, since it turned out this was a false alarm, uh, the, the LAPD has to pay for that door. So, uh, just go down and tell your manager and she'll, to give us a call. And we, and then, yeah. And then like three days later, some guy showed up and replaced the door. And they kicked you out. Yeah, and then and then two weeks later, I had to I had to go live with a friend for a week <laughs> while, I, while I was getting a new apartment. I had to literally move yeah. in with a friend for a week. So I, I saw there's a concert coming to town, and, and it's at the big amphitheater. Uh, and I and I was like, you know, T- Ted went to a party at this dude's house, and they're still playing big theaters. But Collective Soul I saw was was yeah. playing around here. Yeah, uh, at the big place, like the big he Coliseum lives up, size. He lives he lives up the street. Ed Roland. He literally lives up the street from me. And uh, you went to a, what a Christmas party there, and he gave you the the collective soul no, tour I, of the guitars um, and stuff, right? It was it was um, my I've said this before on the show. My sister in law's dad is a local celebrity. He has fourteen Emmy awards. He's like a famous news anchor. Ron Burgundy. Yeah, he's like Ron. He's the Ron Burgundy of Atlanta. He's like probably the most famous news anchor in Atlanta history, and. Um, my, he's, she's my sister-in-law. He lives in like the celebrity neighborhood. There's a, one of those celebrity neighborhoods up the street. Like Kenny Rogers' wife lives up there. Dikembe Mutombo, the basketball player, lives up there. Right. Um, uh, uh, T- Tyler Perry lives up there. Um, a lot of people. And we were just trick or treating in the rich in the celebrity neighborhood. And my sister-in-law goes, "You know that band Collective Soul?" And I go, "Yeah." She's like, "You know Ed Roland lives his house." And I was like, "Ed Roland?" She's like, "Yeah." And we went up to his house, and he and the door opens, and he had like a big Frankenstein statue in the yard, and he just comes walking out the front door like, "Hey, what's up? Happy Halloween!" And I was like, "Oh my fucking god, that's Ed Roland!" And I told him I was a fan, and he like let he invited us into his house, and I'm really I'm a massive Collective Soul fan, and he like took me down in his basement and showed me his recording studio and all his guitars and everything, and I have a photo in his basement. S- nicest guy in the world. That is awesome. And he lives saw- two houses down from my brother's father-in-law. Two houses. And my brother's father-in-law lives next door to Jermaine Dupree, the singer who sings Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. That, that fucking dude, he's his yeah. next-door neighbor. So I, I saw a picture the other day, another name drop. I know normally you got to go. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, we're the official radio, radio show for Zombie Research Society. So you got to go to Comic-Con with a celebrity badge with Max Brooks and Matt Moak. You know, Mel Brooks' son, yeah. Max Brooks, that wrote the zombie uh, survival guide. And I saw that picture the other day of you guys hanging out, you know, because Zombie Research Society actually had a panel there. And he's all the time on Bill Moore, Max Brooks is. But I was like, you know, Ted went to hung out with Moak and went to dinner. And it, actually, you went to dinner with the Walker Stalker guys that night, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was on a Bill Maher all the time. 
Yeah, Max Brooks is always on there, and, he, and he's kind of in the middle. So, you know, he, he agrees and disagrees with both sides. Well, Bill, Bill, Bill Maher has kind of become sort of yeah. moder- moderate lately, too, my understanding. Yeah, yeah. More, sort of they're coming they're both more libertarian, I guess. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I'll let you know the next time that he's on there because you get to hang out with that dude. I mean, Max Brooks is a pretty fucking big deal. He was, yeah, he was Matt really Moe, nice. too. And who doesn't love Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks is awesome. Oh, yeah. Every now and then, I'll text uh, Matt Moak, Hope Life as well. Life is good and all. And, and dude, we'll carry on a conversation, man. It's a super right. nice dude. I'd yeah. like to meet him someday. Uh, but let's get to the wrap-up show. Mr. Norman Latte, are you still with us? <laughs> I think it's just, it, it is just you and me. She's gone. She just unceremoniously left. Did she put in chat? She's, she's not on the Skype call anymore. I hope she saved her recording. Let's go five more hours, Sean. You and me, buddy. Let's do it. You know, when ZombieCast first started, we did a 24-hour broadcast. Live on all games. Nah, 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 nah. It was crazy. It was, it was really crazy. We had, uh, that was when Michael Jagers jumped in from The Walking Dead. And uh, we had uh, Torres to jump in and, and Mike Caldwell from uh, Evolution of the Apocalypse. And, and you know, it, it was just a 24-hour stream. I wasn't there for the entire stream, but people came and went and... Frank Branches and all those guys back in the day. But right. let's get to the wrap-up show. Normal Latte, you can find her everywhere at Normal Latte, Normie Late. Uh, Ted, where can people find you? Uh, just Tedekin on everything. and uh, Send me a thing for Evil Dead. I'll play, I, I, I've been playing Evil Dead with random people. I find that fun. It's a game that I'm actually enjoying with randoms. I play with friends, but it's a fun-ass game. Let's play some Evil Dead. Ted will go bareback. Strangers. I mean, I don't even know what that means, but we'll do it. It's like Tinder gaming, I guess. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5, and my Xbox One gamer tag is DJ Freeman Daddy. And also this week, I was on the video podcast, uh, The Passionate DJ, so be sure to check that out. The show is not up yet. It's about DJing, but if you go to YouTube and search Passionate DJ, I'm on video on that, and uh, broke out the green screen and tried to do it right for those guys. But check out <laughs> Passionate DJ. And uh, I did want to say that I love Trees Lounge. I enjoyed mm. his family coming down. I will talk more about it. I was going to talk about it with Norma because she'd done a couple of shows with Trees Lounge. But, uh, yeah, on behalf of the Mighty Zumb Research Society.com, uh, All Games Radio, also, Norma Latte, Tadek, and Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5. We call episode 437 of Zombie Cast, a wicked, total, and decrepit, wretched rap. Good night, zombies! Good night! Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.